0: This week, we remember the death, and most importantly, celebrate the
1: resurrection of Jesus, Yeshua, our Lord and Savior. May this be a very special Easter and season of resurrection for you and your family. And may you be blessed more this year than ever before. God God bless bless you. you. Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way
0: you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Did you know that every detail of the trial, the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus was actually fulfillment of Bible prophecy that was written hundreds of years before it ever happened? Well, today we wanna to explore the Jewish context of Easter week to help you have a more meaningful Easter than ever before. Ezra, this is such an important week. And the sad thing is, and we, we see this year after year, sure. for most Christians, it's completely divorced from the context.
1: Right, where uh, some people celebrate Lent, you know, this season of kind of fasting and repentance leading up to Easter week. And we're celebrating, uh, you know, Monday, Thursday and Good Friday. And we're acknowledging Jesus' crucifixion. And we're reading the gospel accounts of what's called the passion of the Christ, the suffering and the death of, of the Messiah, of Jesus. But it's completely divorced from the Jewish context in which it occurred. And because of that, you can miss so much. And we wanna we want really dig in today, Jonathan, to the Jewish context of what was happening on those few days uh, on that, we we can say first enhan- Easter We wanna
0: enhance this week for you. This is a That's big right. week. And the resurrection of the Messiah, the resurrection of Jesus right. is the cornerstone of our faith. Paul makes that very clear. Mm-hmm. This is the cornerstone of our faith. If he wasn't resurrected from the dead, our faith is in vain. The good news is he did resurrect from the dead and the tomb
1: is empty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Jonathan, maybe let's back up a bit even farther than we than we said to the night on which Jesus is betrayed. He's hosting what, you know, Leonardo da Vinci painted, Michelangelo, this, this Last Supper, right? And we have this image in our mind that all of a sudden with no context there's 12 disciples eating bread and wine and you know they're on once all on one side of the table you know why? Why? For, the, photographer, for the photo for, for the, the photo photographer. Exactly. No no
0: no. It's not it wasn't that way at all.
1: Right. And so what is the context of what's happening here? Was it just that Jesus decided to share a meal with his disciples before he knows he's going to be betrayed or is there something else going on? No, this
0: on? is not a final this is not a final uh, snack before the 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 passion. Okay. This is uh, a, a fulfillment, a direct fulfillment, I mean in detail, mm-hmm. of the commandment to gather together as a family at Passover and to reenact an event that led to the children of Israel being uh, delivered out of Egypt. Interesting. It's very specific, and it goes back to Exodus mm-hmm. chapter 12 hmm. in detail. And by the way, you you, you have the gospel in Exodus chapter 12 and there's a few elements that were that and we'll look at them in Exodus chapter 12 one everyone needed a lamb mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Uh, everyone was to go inside of their their dwelling mm-hmm. and they were to eat three things the lamb matzah mm-hmm. or unleavened bread mm-hmm. and bitter herbs those were the three things that were commanded that's exactly what happens in the Last Supper well wow. right? it was a Passover meal in detail, mm-hmm. uh, now one one thing that I'll, that was added, of course, is wine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We drink four cups of wine, and we remember each element of the Exodus: mm-hmm. being redeemed, being delivered, uh, praise, and then, of course, the final cup, which Jesus didn't drink.
1: Right. He said that this one I'm not going to drink. You'll drink it with me in the kingdom. Exactly. So he left this Passover Seder, this celebration of Passover, unfinished. Yeah, and we want to we move on because we've talked about Passover sure. before. But sure. but
0: the, the, in detail, the third cup of wine mm-hmm. is the cup of redemption. Hmm. That's the cup that he raised before his disciples and said, this is now my blood, which is shed for you. Right. Why? For the redemption of sin. It was for the redemption out of Egypt, now it's for the redemption of sin. When he dips his, his matzah, I believe it was matzah, in the, in the bowl, mm-hmm. with, and he said, the one who dips with me will, will betray me, he's following the Passover commandment to dip. Into well, bitter herbs. Into bitter herbs. Wow. Well, when you understand this is a Passover Seder and it's bitter mm. herbs, then you can put the context to the one who
1: dips with me is my betrayer. Wow the bitter herbs. Amazing. It is. So fast forwarding a few hours here, we know Jesus uh, finishes the, the last supper, this Passover Seder, and he goes into the garden and, um, and he's eventually arrested and brought to trial before the Roman authorities. By the way, they, they couldn't stay up with him an hour
0: to pray. Right. Why? I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Three cups of wine. Three cups of wine. It it, it, and they <laughs> fell asleep. I, after Passover Seder, when I was that a teenager, be. yeah, I just, I'll throw it out there. We might have to edit this out. We could, the <laughs> editors can decide if it's in, I'll probably get some mail. It was grape juice. It wasn't fermented. It was fermented. It was wine.
1: They was finished one. a Passover Seder. I couldn't stay awake after a Passover Seder. In <laughs> anyway, I'll minutes. just
0: throw that in there for context. Right. And of course, by the way, just to go back to this, the, the, the bread mm-hmm. wasn't white bread, it wasn't Italian bread, it was matzah. This is my body, which is broken for you. There was no leaven. Right. Leaven is symbolic of sin. Because the children of Israel were commanded to bake bread without, without leaven. Right. But it's the fact that the matzah had no leaven that now represents the body
1: of Messiah broken for us. Right. And Paul talks about that. I just wanted to go that. back to the that. The unleavened bread it. of redemption from sin.
0: Yeah. And that, that's all important. Mm-hmm. You miss all that without the context
1: of Passover. Wow. So important. Yeah. So fast forwarding ahead, Jonathan, this arrest happens, and I'm thinking of language in Isaiah 53. You know, Jesus is offered the opportunity to defend himself, to get out of the situation, to get out of this political arrest, and yet he doesn't. All he says is when, when, when Pilate says, are you, the, are you the king of the Jews? Are you the Messiah? He says, it is as you say, but he doesn't defend himself.
0: Yeah, now Paul makes it clear that all of this is in fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Right. What prophecy? It's the prophecy of the Old Testament.
1: He opened not his mouth, led as a as a as a lamb is led to the slaughters. You know, Jonathan. He didn't defend himself, and this is just one example of how the details of that final 24 hours of Jesus' life was a fulfillment of hundreds of prophecies about who the Messiah. When you go back and you be. look at
0: prophecy, you see how uh, detailed. Sure the fulfillment is, it's stunning. We'll talk more about that later Frankly,
1: there's much more than we could cover in this half hour program. Jonathan, you've prepared some fantastic materials. I was actually with you in Jerusalem when we made these. This is his final footsteps, retracing the last 24 hours of Jesus' life. This was filmed in Jerusalem, walking you point by point, event by event, through the gospel accounts of Jesus' crucifixion and burial and resurrection and how that's a direct fulfillment of scripture in the Old Testament. Here, Jonathan, also a devotional guide to accompany this. We want this Easter to be the most meaningful one you've ever had and we want to get these into your hands.
0: Ezra, I love these resources because we actually went to the location, right, to the known location right. of each spot. This will really enhance mm-hmm. your understanding of that last 24 hours of Yeshua's life on earth. In detail, mm-hmm. everything is fulfilled. Uh, we don't sell resources, we sow resources into your life as a blessing in our way of saying thank you mm-hmm. for helping us to bless the Jewish people. That's right. We want to ask you to get involved in one air specific area this week. And this is so important. It's providing sight mm-hmm. to either those who are blind or going blind through eye care. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're ministering to Jewish people and their neighbors that don't have access or the money to pay for eye care, and some of them are losing their sight, some of them have lost their sight, and through the miracle of eye surgery, Western quality eye surgery in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. we can provide sight That's for right. people going blind. We can save their sight. We can provide, provide glasses uh, for $30 a month, and you can become a Shalom partner mm-hmm and you'll help provide eye care for one person for $30 a month. That means every month, you're helping a person to, to, to either gain the sight or save their sight. For, for $250, you can provide an eye surgery for someone in the, mid, in the bush of Zimbabwe for $750. I know that might be a lot for some of you, but think of it, three eye surgeries for poor Jewish people that couldn't provide for something like that. You can make that happen. And as a thank you, we'll send you this beautiful lion and lamb uh, statue. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's our way of saying thank you. So please become a Shalom partner or give as large a gift as you can. If you can give a a $250 gift or more, we're going to send you this lion and lamb statue. Here's how to get everything. And thank you for partnering with Jewish Voice.
2: It's almost Passover and Easter, the time to celebrate the resurrection of our Messiah. Jonathan has bundled a great set of resources for you this week that will open up your understanding of Passover like never before as you give a one-time gift of $40 or more. We'll send you Jonathan's DVD entitled, His Final Footsteps. This amazing video was shot on location in Jerusalem, and Jonathan serves as your guide to reliving and understanding the most important 24 hours in human history. Included is this companion devotional, which takes you even deeper into these final pivotal hours of Jesus's life. And you will also receive the Shema keychain with Hebrew letters declaring, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Don't miss this opportunity to receive all of these resources as you support Jewish Voice Ministries with a one-time gift today of $40 or more. Your support today will provide the funds needed to continue our clinics in Africa, which are transforming lives through medical care and giving us the platform to share the gospel with these precious people. Jonathan is encouraging you to join him as a monthly Shalom partner today. Your continued monthly support is vital in providing the ongoing care and treatment so desperately needed in these communities. As you join us with your monthly support of just $30 today, we want to say thank you by sending you this lion and lamb figurine. This beautifully crafted piece will be a blessing in your home and a reminder of the peace that will come when Messiah returns again. Join Jonathan today as a Shalom partner and receive all these resources for your ongoing generous support of just $30 a month. Your gift today is changing lives, meeting the physical needs of individuals who so urgently require our help and also making it possible to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way.
1: Imagine if you had the ability to take somebody who for 20 years hasn't been able to see anything in front of their face due to eye disease, and in the name of Jesus, cause them to see again. Well, you know what, you can. For $250, you can get somebody the best, most modern technology eye surgery the world has to offer, and you can get that to a Jewish person in the remotest part of the world. For $750, you can cause three people who have been blind to be able to see their children, their grandchildren. Again, you can do it in the name of Jesus. Please get involved.
2: Call our 800 number now and let our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. Your one-time gift today will be used to bring the gospel of hope to thousands around the world. If you would, please consider joining Jonathan as a monthly Shalom Partner. Your ongoing partnership with Jonathan of just $30 a month would be greatly appreciated. If you prefer, you can always choose to give online at jewishvoice.tv or you can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Thank you for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference in so many lives through your sacrifice. Now let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra. Uh,
0: Before we continue, let me just say thank you to all of you who are supporting Jewish Voice. We could not do the work we do without you. We couldn't provide eye surgeries in the middle of nowhere. So thanks again for your support and especially for joining us as a Shalom monthly partner. Ezra, the resurrection, the crucifixion, the resurrection, it's all prophesied beginning with the Passover Seder meal it is. that Yeshua celebrated with his disciples. That 24 hours mm-hmm. is fulfilled in detail and all of these
1: prophecies are right there in print from the Old Testament. Yeah, none of this is an accident. When you're hearing the recitation, and you probably will this week, next week, when you're hearing the Easter story from the Gospels, just understand every single word, every single verse is a fulfillment of what the prophets foretold about who the Messiah would be, how he would die, and how he would not remain dead. I've got to recap this, Ezra. Uh, It's so
0: important because this is the, the, read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is about the resurrection, but here's what Paul says to the, his Gentile brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Corinth, verse 3 of Romans, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, rather. Mm-hmm. For I also passed on to you, first of all, what I also received, that Messiah died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised a third day according to the scriptures. That's right. Jesus wasn't killed by the Jewish people. That accusation is a lie. The Jews did not kill Jesus. I say this over and over again because it's true and it needs to be said. The Jews did not kill Jesus. Uh, The Jews defend themselves. The Romans killed him. The Romans didn't kill Jesus. He laid down his life for us to fulfill the scriptures. He was the Lamb of God that came to take away the sins of the world. Absolutely. That's that's, that's Yeah, that, he gospel. had
1: to die. That's Jesus had to die according to the scriptures because it was the only way for you and I to go free from sin. And it's a dangerous thing, Jonathan, to, to sort of believe that theology hook, line and sinker. Well, the Jews killed Jesus and somehow it was this big mistake and failure that he died. That's an open door to anti-Semitic behavior around the world. And people say uh, the Jews are Christ killers, and somehow this makes room to uh, attack and persecute Here, Jewish communities. P- here's another way,
0: another way to, to put it: is that we all killed him. Right. All of us, all of us that have that have placed our faith in him, right, uh, have received his atonement uh, as the Lamb of God. So he he died for all of us. So exactly. in one sense, we all killed him. All of us corporately, yeah. throughout history, killed him. But in effect, he voluntarily gave his life. He laid down his life for his friends. What greater love has any man than this than to lay down his life for his friends? And we are his friends. Amen. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah.
1: So powerful. This now Jonathan, good. we should take a couple minutes here and talk about what's really the darkest moment in world history. It's a difficult thing to talk about, but the actual crucifixion of Jesus, the hanging, the execution of Jesus on a Roman cross. Why did it happen the way it did? And how is that also a fulfillment of scriptures? And, you know, one of the verses I'm thinking of, it's a bit obscure. Maybe we read right over it. But Moses is talking to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 21. And he's saying, this is how you handle the dead. Don't leave them overnight. And then it says in verse 23, cursed is anyone who is hung on a tree. And it's a foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, I think the greatest torment was not the actual pain of crucifixion, although that's unimaginable. Mm -hmm. But many were crucified it's, yeah. it's that he became sin for us. He right. who was without sin, and I love to take my Bible when I do this. He who was without sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God that's right in him that's right. He bore our sins, he became cursed for us, mm-hmm. and you know that 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 was the greatest that that moment mm-hmm. where he bore our sins, I think was the greatest Act of sacrifice, the, the greatest torment, mm-hmm. and in one sense the darkest hour.
1: Right, but the brightest also. Exactly, and you know, Jesus to, to be little—it's a little blunt. Jesus could have been executed. He could have died for our sins. In any way, it could have been quick, it could have been an instantaneous death, but it wasn't. It was a prolonged, embarrassing, shameful death, naked, hanging in front of an audience, suffering. But Isaiah saw that, didn't he, in Isaiah 53? It says he was bruised for our transgressions. He was striped, he was pierced for our iniquities. And we see Jesus was pierced. He was bruised, he was whipped. It wasn't by accident. It wasn't just for the Romans to be mean. It was the way that it had to be because he bore our shame in addition to our sin. Exactly right, and by those wounds, we are
0: healed. Amen. So not only
1: yeah.
0: uh, do we have uh, the atonement for sin, right. but he suffers uh, the, the the pain uh, of, of, of torment, sheds his blood. that's right, And in the atonement, is everything. Yeah. There's healing in the atonement, there's deliverance, there is wholeness mm-hmm. in the atonement, mm-hmm. uh, there's uh, the, the wiping out of the old life and a new life.
1: All it is found in in the atonement. Amen. So important. And then we know that it says Jesus had to be, Jesus was taken down off the cross. He dies maybe quicker than a normal uh, crucifixion death would have happened. And he was quickly buried. He was laid in that tomb. And it says because it was the preparation day. Now, what's the preparation day? What's the context? Well, let me,
0: let me point out a few things because I want you to, to, to everyone to understand when it says, according to scripture, just in what kind of detail, we're told that he's going to die between two thieves. Right. It, that's all laid out for us. That he'd be buried in the tomb mm-hmm. of a rich man, that not a bone uh, of the Passover lamb was to be broken. Exodus 12:46. Mm-hmm. That's why when they came right. to him, they saw that he was dead, and they didn't break his his legs, which was typical of crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Those things are are details of how Scripture is fulfilled, as Paul says. According to Scripture, exactly, no bone can be broken because he's the Passover lamb. Mm-hmm. He's buried between two thieves that they, they deserve punishment. He doesn't. He he's buried in the tomb of a rich man. It's all laid out for us, and he is removed from the cross before Shabbat. Not the lamb can't remain until morning. The no one can can be uh, left uh, overnight. Mm-hmm. So all of this is a direct fulfillment of both Jewish law and
1: Bible prophecy. Jonathan, you put this together and I was with you actually in Jerusalem when we did this filmed in the old city of Jerusalem, his final steps retracing the last 24 hours of Jesus' life. This walks you through each hour, each significant event, the last supper, the trial, the crucifixion, where it happened, where did the resurrection happen? It's all in here. And there's a devotional guide to go with it. We want to get these into your hands this Easter season.
0: This is such a critical week, and I love these resources because we actually went throughout Jerusalem. That's right. Step-by-step through that final 24 hours. And I think this will really enhance your faith. So we want to get these into your hands. Now, I want to ask you this week, become a Shalom partner. Shalom means peace. It means well-being. It means wholeness. It means completion. And that's our mission, to bring completion and wholeness to Jewish people and their neighbors. And that's what we're doing. And one thing specifically, and that's what I'm gonna ask you to get involved in today, is eye care, Mm -hmm. eye surgeries Mm -hmm. for $30 a month. Each month you can provide eye care for one person. That's right. If you can give $250, it'll provide eye surgery. If you can give $750, that's three people. And we want to send you a very special gift, either if you, by becoming a shalom partner or a one-time gift of 250 or more if you can do it. This lion and lamb statue, this is directly connected to the, to the coming of the Messiah and his return. He That's comes right. as a lamb, he returns as a lion, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's a keepsake that we want to
1: get into your hands to remind you that you are blessing the Jewish people, That's Ezra? Right. Yeah, Jonathan, I love that we as a ministry and not without your partnership, we as a ministry can give the very best international standard eye surgery care to people who could never afford uh, any kind of eye care at all. And it's an amazing thing. You've seen it, I've seen it. A grandfather taking the patch off, who's had cataracts for 20 years and seeing his 12 year old granddaughter for the first time. I can't think of anything like it. I can't either. So
0: please pick up the phone, call now, become a Shalom partner for $30 a month, or give the largest gift you can, $250, eye surgery in the middle of nowhere. It's a miracle, get involved.
2: It's almost Passover and Easter, the time to celebrate the resurrection of our Messiah. Jonathan has bundled a great set of resources for you this week that will open up your understanding of Passover like never before. As you give a one-time gift of $40 or more, we'll send you Jonathan's DVD entitled His Final Footsteps. This amazing video was shot on location in Jerusalem and Jonathan serves as your guide to reliving and understanding the most important 24 hours in human history. Included is this companion devotional, which takes you even deeper into these final pivotal hours of Jesus's life. And you will also receive the Shema keychain chain with Hebrew letters declaring, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Don't miss this opportunity to receive all of these resources as you support Jewish Voice Ministries with a one-time gift today of $40 or more. Your support today will provide the funds needed to continue our clinics in Africa, which are transforming lives through medical care and giving us the platform to share the gospel with these precious people. Jonathan is encouraging you to join him as a monthly Shalom partner today. Your continued monthly support is vital in providing the ongoing care and treatment so desperately needed in these communities. As you join us with your monthly support of just $30 today, we want to say thank you by sending you this lion and lamb figurine. This beautifully crafted piece will be a blessing in your home and a reminder of the peace that will come when Messiah returns again. Join Jonathan today as a Shalom partner and receive all these resources for your ongoing generous support of just $30 a month. Your gift today is changing lives, meeting the physical needs of individuals who so urgently require our help, and also making it possible to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. Imagine
1: if you had the ability to take somebody who for 20 years hasn't been able to see anything in front of their face due to eye disease and in the name of Jesus, cause them to see again. Well, you know what, you can. For $250, you can get somebody the best, most modern technology eye surgery the world has to offer, and you can get that to a Jewish person in the remotest part of the world. For $750, you can cause three people who have been blind to be able to see their children, their grandchildren. Again, you can do it in the name of Jesus. Please get involved
2: call our 800 number now and let our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. Your one-time gift today will be used to bring the gospel of hope to thousands around the world. If you would, please consider joining Jonathan as a monthly Shalom Partner. Your ongoing partnership with Jonathan of just $30 a month would be greatly appreciated. If you prefer, you can always choose to give online at jewishvoice.tv or you can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Thank you for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference in so many lives through your sacrifice. Now let's rejoin Jonathan and Ezra. Ezra and I are going to join with you
0: in prayer because we believe God is a God who answers prayer. So let's let's just agree together. Trust the Lord today. You may even feel hopeless, but you haven't tuned in by accident. Mm -hmm. You're watching because God cares and he wants you to know that. So in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name, we take authority over sickness and we speak wholeness. We speak life. We speak resurrection power. Amen into your life. And we say restoration, we say wholeness, we speak divine provision. He who rose from the dead will raise you up and bring you wholeness, health, and provision. In Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, amen. Amen. If you'd like more information about our ministry, we'd love to hear from you. It's very easy. You can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv. In addition, you can uh, send us your prayer requests. We want to hear from you, and I want you to know, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper who love thee. On behalf of Ezra Benjamin and myself, this is Jonathan Bernis saying, he has risen from the dead. God bless you.
2: This year is Israel's
1: 75th Independence Day. Join us in celebrating by participating in our third annual Bless Israel Virtual 5K. Get out and walk or run approximately three miles at your own pace, anywhere you want during the week of April 24th to the 30th You'll be virtually coming alongside our Israel Partner Ministries and bringing awareness to God's unchanging love for Israel, which is especially important these days as we see anti-Semitism and anti-Israel bias growing. Join us in celebrating Israel's 75th anniversary by participating in our 5K.
2: Register now at jewishvoice.org backslash bless Israel.